Welcome to the Erectile Dysfunction Radio Podcast. This is the podcast dedicated to educating and empowering men to address erectile dysfunction, improve confidence, and enhance the satisfaction in their relationships. This podcast is brought to you by ErectionIQ.com. Learn more at ErectionIQ.com. Welcome to the Erectile Dysfunction Radio Podcast. I am Mark Goldberg, Certified Sex Therapist. I am deeply passionate about working with men like you to help resolve their ED. Today, we're talking about resilience. So, Mark, let's kick off this chat with you defining for us what psychological resilience is, and then we'll tie it back to bedroom activity and erectile dysfunction. I think many people are familiar with the concept of resilience. I will you know, share with how I, uh, I understand psychological resilience and, and hopefully set that definition up in a way that is helpful to our listeners in terms of understanding some of the process of overcoming erectile dysfunction. So the way I see psychological resilience is how somebody adapts working toward a psychological equilibrium in the face of some life event or some adversity that they have to overcome. Generally speaking, we go through the world and we maintain some psychological equilibrium. That doesn't mean we don't have mental health challenges. That doesn't mean uh, we don't struggle at various points. But for the most part, each of us have a psychological equilibrium. When something happens, an event, it could be erectile dysfunction. It could be something traumatic like a car accident that shakes that equilibrium, that makes what we understood or what we thought to just be true about the world kind of calls that into question. So how well somebody is able to adapt to that life event and return to some semblance of psychological equilibrium. I recognize it's not always the same, but getting to a psychological equilibrium is how I look at psychological resilience. Can you please remind us as to what psychogenic erectile dysfunction is? I know we discussed this a lot on the podcast, but perhaps there's a listener out there today who is encountering the ED radio podcast for the first time. So how would you explain it to them? So erectile dysfunction is a medical condition, first and foremost. The causes of erectile dysfunction are multifactorial. Some of the contributing factors are organic, medical, and Others are psychological. They originate in the brain, in the emotional experience, in the relational experience, in the environmental context. The way I explain psychogenic ED is unlike other physical manifestations of a psychological condition, erections require an engaged brain for the overwhelming majority of men. If the brain is not in the game, so to speak, if the brain is not focused, if it's not tuned in, a man can experience erectile dysfunction. Psychogenic erectile dysfunction does not necessarily mean that a man has a psychological condition that's interfering with an otherwise naturally occurring erection process. What it means is that one of the key components of healthy, robust erections is not present because the mind is not aligned. There's fear, anxiety, a lack of pleasure, a lack of stimulation, relationship distress, and the list goes on and on. Those types of components will not 
interfere with the erection process, but they are lacking with what is necessary to create an erection. So now that we've established or reestablished what psychogenic ED is, this next question should make more sense. I hear a lot about resilience in fields like professional development, but how can being resilient help a man dealing with psychogenic erectile dysfunction? So one of the most common occurrences that I hear about in my office is that a man had an an incident of erectile dysfunction. And since that incident has now gone ahead and developed a subsequent fear and anxiety, is continually thinking about what happened, is worried that something's wrong with him. That would be an example of not having a lot of psychological resilience toward an event that took place. So like we said before, we all have this equilibrium. We all have an understanding of how things are supposed to be. And you know, for, for you know, people who have not listened to this podcast consistently, um, for many men out there, the working assumption is erectile dysfunction is something that happens to other people. And despite knowing how common the condition is, that's not me. So when that occurs, when a man first encounters this experience, it throws off that equilibrium. The subsequent anxieties that develop the fears, which a lot of times are actually what maintains the erectile dysfunction, is not getting back to that equilibrium. It's the fear that this might happen again. And part of what we do in the therapy process is we try to facilitate a a more resilient approach to an incident like a one-time erectile dysfunction uh, to help address and hopefully mitigate the after effects of uh, this anxiety loop that develops for a lot of men. Resilience, in my mind, is simply the ability to bounce back from adversity. So do you see a lot of men who are resilient in their battles with erectile dysfunction? Yes. Um, I think a lot of the men that I have worked with over the years develop that resiliency. Generally speaking, if a man has that resiliency in place already, it's far less likely that I will encounter them because they're far less likely to develop the subsequent Uh, anxieties that actually maintain the erectile dysfunction. So if a man who has a strong resiliency, strong psychological resiliency, has an incident or an occurrence of erectile dysfunction, he is far more likely to bounce back on his own. And the next time around or two times later will be back to uh, an acceptable level of function. Um, for men with with lower psychological resilience, and I want to emphasize this, a, a lower psychological resilience is not a weakness. Some people are fortunate to be born or have been raised or socialized to be very resilient in this area. The overwhelming majority of men, though, are not. It's a topic that we don't talk about. It's difficult to build resiliency in this area on your own. So I think the the overwhelming majority of men are not going to start from a position of being resilient. I want to make sure that's coming across in a clear way to our to our listeners. So this is not coming from a point of weakness that there's something wrong with you. The overwhelming majority of men are going to have a difficult time just naturally 
uh, ba- bouncing back. But what I do see in my office, coming back to your question, Casey, is as men go through the work, they do develop a much stronger resiliency so that uh, as their process is developing, they're able to get back on the horse, engage in in partnered sexual activity, solo sexual activity in uh, very pleasurable ways. And oftentimes, it's not, you know, a perfect road. Sometimes there are encounters of erections not being perfect. And what I see is that these men are really able to just keep going forward. And over time, those incidents become less and less, both in terms of frequency and also in terms of meaning. So I see that resiliency develop through the therapy process. Is it important for men to understand that just because they have encountered erectile dysfunction a few times or just even once, that doesn't mean it defines them? Just because they've had ED one time or maybe they have it a lot, whatever, it doesn't define them. Is this important to get across? Uh, Is it important for them to know they can always bounce back and brighter days in the bedroom are ahead of them? So a couple things, Casey, in this question that I want to again, make sure it's clear to our listeners. So I don't think erectile dysfunction defines anybody, even if they have a permanent erectile dysfunction after an injury or after a major surgery. Um, I don't think men should be or are defined by their erections. There's just so much more to them. But I do understand that a working penis Um, can feel very much a part of a man's identity. And I get that, that it can feel like they are losing a part of themselves or that they are losing something that has defined them. And a lot of times I do think that's part of the anxiety that does come up. Um, around ED. So certainly I want men to know that I don't think it should define them at all, but I do understand the experience that um, happens for a lot of men. And I get, Casey, what you're trying to drive at with this question. The other piece before I answer the actual question is I don't want to mislead our listeners with the notion of that people can always bounce back. I think you can always see brighter days. For some men, and I think this is again, a very small percentage of men, they will encounter injuries and um, other physical conditions that are going to preclude uh, the ability to achieve an erection without medical intervention, uh, even beyond medication. I think that is a reality. Now, I don't think that means that a man cannot see brighter days because so much of the overall sexual experience for these men has to do with the narrative, the story that they're telling themselves about sexual activity. Uh, Thankfully, there's a lot of medical intervention out there for this population that can really set men up for a very pleasurable sex life. Um, Again, kind of going back to resiliency, though, Uh, if they have that ability to adapt to whatever has been thrown at them, and to reach that psychological equilibrium, that that state where they can be comfortable to navigate the world from whatever new realities exist. Now, for the overwhelming majority of the men that I see, and a lot of times it's it's you know younger men, relatively speaking, it's men who are you know in their you know twenties to sixties and that in that type of range. The overwhelming majority of these men are able to bounce back. They are able to find that equilibrium again, and those who have the courage to reach out for help, those who have the ability to do that, um, really have the capacity to see much better days. And I think 
one of the amazing things about resiliency is that as people see things begin to shift, begin to turn, that really helps to contribute to this resiliency. It becomes like a compounding effect. So I see that all the time in the office, and I think it's important for men to be aware that there are brighter days ahead, and the vast majority of men have the ability to significantly move the needle from where they are right now towards better erections. Another great discussion today on the ED Radio podcast. Do you have any other final thoughts on how a man can be resilient when dealing with psychogenic erectile dysfunction? I often encourage men to listen to this podcast to find our resources and other resources that are out there. Educating yourself about realistic expectations, allowing that to sink in to the way that you think about, the way that you relate to erections, to your sexuality, I think is a really helpful starting point. If you find that you are already you know, somewhere down the road of this anxiety loop, it can be more challenging to just develop resiliency on your own. However, there are professionals out there that can really help you get on that path. Uh, there are uh, tools and other types of services out there that can really Um, help to get that resiliency cycle started in a much more positive way. So I I want to encourage men to get ahead of this. Please don't hesitate to find somebody to help you with this because the quicker you get ahead of this, the quicker you reach out, the easier it is to build that resiliency up. It's more protective in the long run and it also helps to end this cycle a whole lot quicker. The longer people wait, the longer it takes to undo some of this. If you listen to this podcast regularly, you know there is a huge mental component that goes into achieving an erection. Mark Goldberg, the certified sex therapist who hosts this podcast, felt as though this was a very underserved topic of education in men's health. That's why he designed Beyond the Little Blue Pill, the thinking man's guide to addressing ED. The course is designed to educate and fundamentally help you change the way you think about erections check it out at erectioniq.com front slash course you can explore three modules of this course completely free see if there's something in there that can help you erectioniq.com slash course and you can learn more there thanks for listening to the erectile dysfunction radio podcast for more information on today's topic and understanding how the mind impacts erectile dysfunction please visit erectioniq.com